Welcome to the Librarians by the Sea podcast, where we share our love of a good book with you. I'm your host, Caroline Margolis. And I'm your co-host, Sarah Jardina. This podcast is presented by the Swampscott Public Library. Welcome back, everyone, to the Librarians by the Sea podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Margolis. And I'm your co-host, Sarah Jardina. And today we have a very special guest with us today. We have our new director, Jonathan Nichols. Hi, everyone. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing well. (laughs) How's it it been so far? It's it's been intense, but um, I think I'm finally getting him into my groove and settling in. Um, It's only week three, but things have been going really well. Awesome, awesome. Uh, So what other libraries have you worked at before? Sure. So I've actually had a very long career here in New England. So I actually started when I first moved up here working for the Newton Free Library in their circulation department. I did that for a number of years while I was in grad school and then transitioned over to be a children's librarian. And then from there, I worked for the Linfield Public Library as their head of these services. Did that for a number of years, then transitioned over into the Belmont Public Library, where I was their community outreach librarian, primarily focused on doing social media, um, also working with adult programming, and really doing large-scale event planning. And then from there, I recently just left my previous job, which was in Haverhill as their assistant director. And that was just a lot of fun HR (laughs) day-to-day. And then now I find myself here in Swampscribe. What's been your favorite department to work in? That's a tough one. Um, I think I've liked every aspect of my various jobs, but I do have a fondness for my time as head of these services. I really do miss doing story times from time to time. I actually am going to be helping um, Lisa, the, one of the co-heads here of the children's department, um, next week do a puppet show for one of her story times. So I hope you guys come and see that. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I have <laughs> seen the puppets. They're very cute. <laughs> yes, New Services is the best department. We can all confirm that. Yeah. As I used to work as an YA and Sarah's the current YA. So they're fun. They're a fun group. The coolest people. Mm-hmm. So you've been in the general vicinity for a while. Um, but what do you like about Swampscott the most so far? Well, I recently discovered... Um, I believe it's, is it uh, Volvo's Pizza? Volvo's Pizza? It's right down the street. I am obsessed with pizza. I think I've pretty much had it at least once a week since I've started. (laughs) Um, It's it's a nice little like treat during these kind of stressful weeks of settling in. So I've really enjoyed that. I'm really looking forward to really getting out in the community, um, meeting with local organizations in the coming weeks. I just kind of wanted to get settled first. But um, I did get a lovely tour from Sean when I first started. We kind of took about two hours and he drove me all around the town. It's beautiful. Love all the beaches. And I can't wait to really uh, learn more about it. There's a lot of good food here. Yeah, I can't wait. I, w- I got several recommendations last night when I was covering the night shift from <laughs> uh, Denise, who was mm-hmm. working with me. She recommended a lot of good spots. I should, I should start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I first moved here, that's all I got was restaurant recommendations. <laughs> But then we always managed just to go to Chipotle when we got out of work on Tuesdays. Yeah, <laughs> the classic. It's still good. <laughs> What's some new ideas or maybe existing ideas that you want to expand upon um, that you want to highlight here at the library? Sure. So for me, one of my big like soapboxes is community outreach. 
And that can take a lot of different forms. So for me, I would love to start some new service delivery um, machinations here, whether that's a book box delivery service, um, kind of like Owl Crate or the Fit Crate craze, where you get a book recommendation with some fun swag that you get to keep. I'm also working on a proposal to the town for some ARPA funds. I won't reveal too much because I want people too excited about it, but if it does get approved, um, it would be really amazing. It would really help with some service delivery, but also library promotion outside of the building, which I'm really excited about. Um, but other than that, I'm really just looking forward to hearing what the community would like the library to, to start doing as well and try to incorporate that into um, the overarching goals of the library. Love that. So speaking of books and outreach, um, every week we talk about what we've been reading on the podcast. So we'll start with you this time. What have you been reading? So one thing you should know about me is I'm obsessed with cephalopods. I love octopuses, nautilisks, cuttlefish, you name it. I think they're amazing creatures. They're probably the closest thing to aliens that we have on this planet that you can actually interact with. Um, so having said that, I pretty much read every single fiction, nonfiction book that comes out dealing with cephalopods. And so there was a recent book that came out um, by Shelby Van Pelt called Remarkably Bright Creatures. Um, and it's actually told through the perspective of an octopus. And what's great about it is it deals with really heavy issues, but in a really unique way, because octopuses don't really live that long. So it's about him grappling with the fact that he's maturing really fast, but also his end date is coming up and how his relationships with other, you know, fish and also humans, things like that. It's, it's fascinating and I highly recommend it. That sounds amazing. That does sound really good. Every time I watch a video about like octopuses, like it's just like they're the smarter than us. Yeah. They're they're pretty crazy. It's it's ridiculous. Crazy you should Google some uh, videos of them like getting out of jars and things. They are mm-hmm. fascinating. Watching their like skin change texture freaks me out. Yes, <laughs> but it's incredible. Yes, like I said, they are little aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cuttlefish used to be my favorite animal. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually have a cuttlefish, cuttlefish puppet. Oh, I can't <laughs> even cool. picture what a cuttlefish looks like. Think of like a really cute squid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they can be like flashing like white kind of things down their body. Oh, okay. It's wild. Yeah. Cool. A lot All of right. bioluminescence. Yeah. It's great. All right. So I just finished Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer. And it was so good. I know I talked about it a little bit last week, but it really just uh, really intensified the feelings for me of wanting to become a feral woman in the woods and just leave society behind. Same. (laughs) Uh, But I mean, it was really, it was really hopeful for, you know, repairing the environment and sort of like saving humanity, (laughs) which is something that's always very important to me. I know I normally have like two or three books that I talk about each week because I just burned through them, but I was really backed up with all my podcasts. People who haven't talked to me before, uh, I do love podcasts very much. And it's really, it's gotten backed up because The Bachelor's on, or The Bachelorette's <laughs> on. So now like I have, my, I have one more podcast in my rotation. I used to listen to three different Bachelorette podcasts, but now I'm down to one. I didn't know there was any. <laughs> yeah. There's podcasts for everything. That's yes, true. there is. Mm-hmm. I'm also obsessed with podcasts. Do not feel bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, can I ask, are yeah. the Bachelor podcasts with the contestants or is it people watching and commenting on it? 
Uh, it's a little bit of both. So the people who are actually on the show tend to not be on the podcast because they signed like an NDA. So they like can't do it until it's over or sometimes even longer, depending on like what, what happened to them in the show. Yeah, it's usually either ex-contestants or sometimes just people who like the show. Like I listen to The Bachelor, which is right now it's um, Kay York City and Jared Freed. And they're they're pretty funny. And that show has gone through like a couple different hosts. But um, uh, yeah, but I mean, it's just funny. It's just a fun way to turn off my brain for two hours a week. Yeah. Although sometimes it is four hours a week and that's awful. <laughs> I'm like, sure there are worse things you could do with your time. There yeah. is, there is. You just need to veg out and scroll on Twitter and laugh at people doing stupid stuff. Yeah, it's great because you can multitask too. <laughs> anyway, so that's my educational portion. <laughs> but everybody should read Braiding Sweetgrass. It's an excellent book uh, if you don't want to just fry your brain watching The Bachelor. Very cool. Um, I have been listening to Bunny by Mona Awad, uh, which ostensibly is about a grad student that joins a cult. So this girl, Samantha, she lives in New England somewhere. It's They don't ever really specify where, as far as I can tell. And she is having difficulties connecting with the other women in her program. It's a creative writing program, so it's very small. And they're all very like rich, socialite, hyper-feminist kind of interesting people. And she's very much on the outside of that. And she tries to get closer to them. And when she does, it's slowly, not even slowly, it very quickly comes to light that they just have a cult. <laughs> but there's, it's like, it gets kind of weird. There's like fantasy elements to it and or magical realism elements to it. And I'm not sure I like it yet. <laughs> I have four hours left on the audiobook. So far, I hate all the characters, but they're interesting. I can't stop listening to the story. So who knows? I might love it by the end. I might hate it. So far, all the characters are just the worst people. <laughs> that was me. That was my experience with The Magicians by Lev Grossman. Oh, like okay. I did not enjoy that book at all because the characters were horrible people. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read that one, but just awful. I'm not really rooting for any of them. <laughs> yep. So what kind of cult is it? This might get into like light spoilers. Okay. I don't know how to explain this without getting to super spoilers. I'm going to do light spoilers. You also don't have to answer. <laughs> it's a cult that's based around creating creatures. And the title bunny plays into that. Oh, like a pet cemetery vibe? I'm going to tell you and you can cut this out if you want to. Okay, I'm going to cut it out. Sorry, people. I'm just curious. All right, everyone. Here's some snippets from this conversation. Spoiler free, but for your entertainment. Sometimes they get really freaked out and just explode. Okay. <laughs> who knows? Same. Truly, same. who knows? Yeah. Red flags. <laughs> <laughs> like, you keep doing this to yourself. Get out of the situation. It's like when you yell at people in horror movies not to go down into the basement. Yes. This is why you just shouldn't make friends. Just don't make friends. <laughs> and we're back. And now on to library events. Yay. Yay. <laughs> okay. Do you want to start with the teens this time? Yeah, let's start with the teens. Okay. We have our second meeting of Anime Club happening Tuesday, August 23rd at 3 p.m. Um, we're going to do a anime theme guessing game. So you can have Ooh. a chance to win some prizes if you know your anime theme songs. We also have the Kinsey Knights are meeting Thursday, August 25th at 4 p.m. That is our teen LGBTQIA club. Um, those are both 7th to 12th grade. We are going to be making pins, so don't miss out. We also have Cupcake Wars happening Monday, August 29th at 3 p.m. This is a cupcake decorating contest. So <laughs> do you want to know the last time we were supposed to have a cupcake for? Sure. It was March of 2020. Oh, <laughs> 
great time. It was. It was. Oh, that's so Never sad. to be rescheduled until now. <laughs> but it came around again two years later. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you enjoy decorating things, if you just want free cupcakes, uh, sign up for that. Registration is on our website and it is required. So for the anime theme song, is is Pokemon anime? It absolutely is. Okay, yes. that's the only one I know. It's Pokemon. Gotta that's, catch up. Yeah, that's the most iconic one. It definitely is. My brother and I know the whole thing. We know the second verse that wasn't in the show. I used to know the the Rocket Peoples, their mm. little theme. That Prepare they for doing. double. Make it. No, my God. Prepare were they brother double. and sister or no. were they a couple? N- neither. <laughs> they <laughs> were just friends. I love that too. <laughs> we were randomly assigned co-workers for Team Rocket. Okay. That I think kind of hate each other, but also kind of loved each other. That's nice. And ironically, they were great at every other job except the one they had. Oh, okay. because one of some of their schemes to catch, we're going to have quick Pokemon side tangents. <laughs> some of their schemes to catch Pokemon, specifically Pikachu, after Pikachu, they would like create traps. So they'd have like a Pokemon grooming center or like a beauty pageant or oh, like yeah. a day spa to try to lure them in. And they always had great business. <laughs> like they always did well until they stopped to try and capture Pikachu. Oh. And then they failed. They should just do, do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> also, why could their Pokemon was like the only one who could like speak and everybody else could just do like their name. Tool. <laughs> Perfect impression. I don't know if that's ever addressed in the show. I'm sure it was, but no, I don't remember why. I almost feel like in like the one Pokemon movie with Mew, they almost tried to address it, but I don't remember. That is a movie that I did cry at every time I watched it. It's very sad. It's very good. I watched <laughs> it again in college with my roommate and she also cried. <laughs> but it's funny because in that one, Mew two can speak and it makes it seem like he's like burdened with existential awareness. And it's like so difficult for him and he's so lonely. And then you have mouth who's just like what up i'm the fun sidekick character who can also speak i guess maybe he was like burdened with like all this knowledge but he was like you know what i'm just gonna help these fools out i'm with two clowns what else could i need (laughs) anyway Anyway. back to library events (laughs) less fun but you know and coming up in september believe it or not we've got a couple of meetings uh the lou gallo history buffs are coming back on september 12th that'll be at 10 a.m and uh, we've got Lisa Mazia coming back. If you guys went to the tarot meeting or if you um, wanted to go but missed it, she is coming back with crystals. So she's going to talk about crystals and all their properties. And it's going to be a good time. Uh, and uh, we got Topsfield Fair passes are in. The deadline to pick those up is September 7th. Did I say what Lisa, when Lisa Mazia was coming in? I don't think I, I don't did. Think you did. You I don't think I did. <laughs> Listen, if she's coming back, if you're attuned to the spirit, you'll know. Yeah, just no, no. It'll be uh, September 22nd at 5 p.m. for Lisa Mazia, and then um, yeah, and then we got the history buffs coming back on the 12th. That sounds fun. Have you ever been to the Top Seal Fair, Jonathan? I have. <laughs> no, I have not. It's a lot of fun. Oh, cool. I have also never. Jonathan. Uh, Sarah and I were all transplants, so. I love a good funnel cake. <laughs> That's what draws me in. It's the food. I love oh, the fried the Oreos. Oh, so, yes. Oh, fried yeah. anything. I'm a southerner. <laughs> that just gets right to my heart. So everything battered and fried, sign me up. The best. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and then there's some updates to the ukulele club. If you are interested in joining that, first off, you do need to bring your own ukulele but we have pop-up meetings outside the library on September 6th and September 13th. 
and I believe that's at 5.30 p.m. And then there is an official hybrid Zoom in-person meeting on September 20th. Very cool. Yeah, it's a good, they're a good group. I mean, I do, so they come on like Tuesdays. I, you're here too on Tuesdays. I am. But I'm like usually like out by the window or like in here and all I can hear is them playing, um, what's the, oh, the Clementine song. Oh, really? Yeah, they play that for five minutes at least. <laughs> good one it's cute it's cute (laughs) um but yeah that's that's what we got going on right now yeah so we're gonna have things updated throughout the month as always just check back in on our calendar to see what else we have going on and sign up for our newsletter you can do that on our homepage to get it emailed to you in a pdf yes high tech yay (laughs) and uh oh and just an update for you guys we are going to be taking a bit of a break we're going to be coming back after Labor Day, probably the next episode will come out on the Friday the 16th, maybe the 9th, but probably not. We'll see how ambitious we are. I am going to be coming back from vacation, so we'll see how buried <laughs> I am in the work. Uh, but yeah, so probably we'll be back on the 16th. So we will see you guys then. Also, shout out to October 15th. Yes. It is our second annual Swampy Con. Yay. Yay. So we're going to start posting about that and advertising and putting out a schedule for that soon. Uh, So check in with that. It's going to be a lot of fun. It really is. All righty. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening and keep reading. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today, Jonathan. Bye, everyone.